0: Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light, and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
1: Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And gross darkness cover the people. But the Lord shall arise. Song. I'll be praising my Savior all day long And I'll never worry, I'll never fret Because He, He's never failed me yet Can you help me sing? He never
2: for the greater love choir. Would you like some more singing? Then put your hands for, clap your hands for Cella.
1: All your life you live in sin Let's eat and drink for we shall die, die, die Everybody sins, everybody lies You fool yourself with wild romance How can you explain it? Your lifestyle of parties Boozing, fooling, nightclubs forever How can you explain it? Your lifestyle of parties forever You're gonna go to hell Lifestyle of parties losing, fooling forever All you do is to have fun Give your life Your life to Jesus Christ My friend, you're gonna die, you already have one foot in hell, what will you say on judgment day, Satan has deceived you, 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 eternity begins in heaven or in hell. The soul that sins, that soul will die. How can you explain it? Your lifestyle parties, bruising, fooling, nightclubs forever. How can you explain it? Your lifestyle of parties forever. You're gonna go to hell. Lifestyle of parties, bruising, fooling, forever. All you do is to have fun Give your life Your life The gospel must be preached with urgency So many people lost in sin Sheep without a shepherd, 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 shepherd How shall they hear unless we preach? Let Jesus' gospel be declared How can we explain it? The lifestyle of parties, boozing, fooling nightclubs forever, how can you explain it, your lifestyle, parties forever, you're gonna go to hell, lifestyle, parties boozing, fooling forever, all you do is to have fun, give your life, your life to Jesus Christ. ¡Hola! Boss, I see myself in her, mm-hmm. a disgraceful woman, moving from house to house, and from sin to sin, you know what I mean, many things I cannot say, but I know that you know all You know it all You are my God from hell yes i love you jesus you're so dear to me wonder how they make it living without you jesus you have changed my life so much and if i had to live again i would choose you all over you are my god For me You shed your blood to me Please have mercy on me I am free, you make me free indeed Jesus, I want to thank you for my salvation For making room for me I want to live my life Saying thank you for my salvation I am in your hands Found me in a mess, washed me white dress, no, gave me this salvation, my salvation. Jesus, thank you for my salvation. Jesus, thank you for my salvation. Oh Lord Jesus, I open my heart to you I know you are knocking at the door of my heart You want to come in, please come into my heart right now Please come in and sup with me Take over my life Please change me forever Jesus, I want to thank you for my salvation For making room for me I want to live my life Saying thank you for my salvation I am in your hands. You found me in a mess Washed me white as snow, gave me this salvation, my salvation. Oh, Jesus, thank you for my salvation. Oh, Jesus, thank you for my salvation. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, my name is Sella. Please write this name in the book of life. Today I belong to you because I am born again. I belong to Jesus now. I am in your hands you change me please change me forever jesus i want to thank you for my salvation for making room for me i want to live my life saying thank you for my salvation i am in your hands you found me in a mess Washed me white as snow, gave me this salvation, my salvation. Jesus, thank you for my salvation. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus, thank you for my salvation. And I reject you now I bind you I will not serve you anymore No, not anymore Jesus, I want to thank you for my salvation For making room for me I want to live my life saying My salvation
0: I am in your
1: hands You found me in a mess But washed me white as snow Gave me this salvation My salvation Oh, Jesus Thank you for my salvation Oh, oh, oh. Jesus To speak the word of God And heal my broken heart And your broken heart By the anointing When I had tears on my pillow And pain in my heart Jesus healed my heart Oh my Jesus He has the power To heal me The Holy Spirit He is the comforter In my life
2: to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year
1: had died, she was broken, she could not be comforted, but one day she met Jesus, and Jesus, he rose. Was another woman who had been bent for eighteen years. No one loved her, and no one showed her any kindness. But one day she met Jesus. Woman that was loose from blind infirmity When she had tears on her pillow And pain in her heart Jesus healed her heart There was yet another woman issue of blood, she had been believing for 12 long years, but one day she met Jesus, yes she did. She touched the hem of his garment And she was healed She was healed that day Yes, she was When she had tears on her pillow And pain in her heart Jesus healed her heart He can heal your heart today So if you have tears on your pillow and hey! Pay- will heal your
2: heart. Let's stand and pray. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this evening. Thank you for This precious opportunity we have to be in Your presence and to hear your word. Thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. Let your perfect will be done, Lord. Let every satanic agenda be canceled. And let your will be done, Lord. Let your will be established. Thank you, Father, for your great mercy and your great presence in this special time of gathering. Thank you for salvation and thank you for deliverance and healing. Thank you Father. We give you thanks and we give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus name and everybody said Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats, And um, welcome to our service tonight. Um, A very short and brief service. But we are here, and um, I believe that God's will shall be done. Uh, It's a salvation service in case um, you're wondering why we are here. We are here for just one thing, for salvation. Uh, Salvation is the most important thing in any human being's life. Uh, There's nothing greater than your salvation, and there's nothing better than your salvation Um, the bible says in john chapter 3 and verse 16 it says that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life now many many of us when we say we love somebody we have Another reason for saying we love them, isn't it? And when someone says that they love you, we also have another reason for saying that you love somebody. So this alone should show us the difference between us and God. And also to tell us um, why I am saying that salvation is the most important thing that can ever happen in your life. How many of you have said to somebody that you love the person before? What well, about today? How many of you have said to somebody today that you love the person? Today. Uh, a few people have said today that I love you. Yes. I've also received a lot of I love you in my, I love yous in my, in my lifetime. I mean, I can't count them. I don't even know who said it and who didn't say it. But what I'm saying is that when God says I love you. When God says I love you, His reason cannot be compared to any of the reasons why anybody on earth has ever told you that they love you, including your mom, including your dad, including your ex-boyfriend, and uh, and and especially your current girlfriend. None. Are you listening to me? No, listen to me. None of them can match God's reason for saying, I love you. If ever you hear, if ever you hear, perhaps some of you have never heard it before. But if ever you hear God saying, I love you. God say, I love you. The day you hear God say, I love you. And today you are hearing God saying to you that he loves you. And you hear God say, I love you. God say, I love you. It's different from when you last heard your ex-boyfriend saying to you that I love you. And it's different from what your current girlfriend says to you that I love you. Because they are ex-boyfriends and there are current girlfriends. Isn't it? But the reason why, even though those, the same words are used. I love you. Or the same word, love, is used. But the meaning or the implication or the motive is totally different. Totally different. Totally, totally different. Even when your dad says to you that he loves you, it's different. When when your mom says to you, I love you, it's different. The reason is different. The motive is different. Even Even when you ask your dad, do you love me? Do you love me? Daddy, do you love me? daddy are you sure you're, you're, what you're looking for is yeah. different from when God says that he loves somebody yeah. the reason for God's love and the power of God's love yeah. is different from when we say when we say and we have been saying it yeah. we have been saying did I ask you whether you've said it before yes. tell me again how many of you have said it before I, I love you the whole church has said I love you before I wonder who you said it to our sister behind her laptop. Did she lift up her hand? (laughs) She did. Okay. How many of you saw her lift up her hand? Yes. She said, I love you before. But look at, look at God's God-loving. Look at God-loving. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him Should not perish But have everlasting life This is the reason why God says I like you Or I love you Why Why God would ever say I love you Why God would ever say I love you Compared to why you said that I love you Do you remember when you said I love you How many of you have said to more than one person I love you (laughs) And how many of you How many of you Have said to someone before I love you But you've, you've, you've stopped saying to the person I love you In other words You don't love the person anymore How many of you have stopped loving someone You used to love Mm -hmm. (laughs) You stopped it, didn't it? You Love the person for a season And you are even You are even surprised You are even surprised that You ever said to the person That I love you Guys, I'm only preaching for a short while, so I need you to be seated till I finish. Okay. Okay. No more. Your movements are disrupting me, unless you have um, an emodium kind of problem. So, so please, please be seated for just a, f- a few minutes. A few minutes. We'll, we'll be we'll be out of here. We'll be out of here. Okay. We're we'll out of here shortly. So, can you be seated and listen to me for the next few moments, and then we're out okay thank you I was asking you how many of you the subject of your love has changed that is a person you used to love you don't love the person anymore or Maybe let me not say you don't love the person anymore. You don't say to the person I love you anymore. Maybe, maybe now you say hello, yeah. hi. How many of you have changed? Mm-hmm. Okay. No problem. Shush. It is showing us more and more the importance and the seriousness of god's love because the reason why the reason why you have changed you've moved on you don't say even though you still say i love you but now you say i love you to somebody else with the same number of times same um, emojis you know the heart that beats the beating one and the one that uh uh-huh. But it's like it's like that to a different person. It's I'm just trying to show you that we are not like God. And we are not like Him because our reason for saying I love you is totally different. And when you really love somebody, when you really love somebody, you should be thinking like God. He's thinking of the Ultimate price he can pay for that person, and he's also thinking about the ultimate deliverance he can offer that person. Not, not to you don't you don't love someone to buy the person ice cream. That's that's what God is showing us that his love for us is not to give us what we can afford, but he's just showing us that he wants to do it for us. Because when you love someone, you buy the person chicken thigh from Nando's. Yeah. Not because the person can't afford it, but that's, that's about your greatest expression of interest and love. Is to save someone lunch money. You save, you save the person lunch money. Beautiful. but when God loved and He gave a reason why His love you, see that it's not about lunch. it's not about breakfast. it's not about spending peanuts, little bits and pieces of pounds, His love, He said that. So that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, should not perish, should not perish, should not perish. That's God's love. When God, when God steps into your life, is to save you, deliver you from what no man and nothing ever in this life and in this world can deliver you from. What the love of God can deliver you from. No man, no woman, no alternative, no other faith, religion, activity, sacrifice can ever save you from nothing. That is the price that God pays when he says, I love you. Is it the day, like today? If you hear God saying, I love you. I love you. Know that it's it's not for chicken thighs. It's not, for the things that, it's not for the things that we offer or we think that people need when we say to them, I love you. Because already I've asked you a couple of questions. Like I have more questions about love. But to save time, I can't be asking you all those questions. But already we can see that our reason to love is different. And even our type of love is different. And our love perhaps is not even love. It's something else. Yes, when the the world writes songs about love it's not like this the last time I heard a song about love in the world it said that and if you really love me come on and let it show come on and let it show let me see that you really like me The, the question you even have to ask yourself, if you say you love me what come on and let it show. What should I do? What show should I put up? In which theater and with which band I said, if you really love me, if you really love me, if you really love me. but God is not saying if you love me, if you really love me he said He says so that you should not perish. You should not perish. You should not perish. The title of my message to you today. Do you want a title? Yes. I, have, I have a title. I'll give you a title. The title of my message today is: Why you must not perish in the lake of fire. Yes. Why you must not perish in the lake of fire. God loved you. God loved you so that you wouldn't perish. In That's what I said. Should not perish. Should, should not perish where? In a car accident. Should not perish. Should not perish where? In, in, in examinations. Should not perish where? In marriage. Should not perish in relationships. Should not perish where? In the lake of fire. Because there is a lake of fire. That is waiting for anyone who does not believe. There is a lake of fire. Revelation chapter 20. Let's read the Bible now. Are you here? I'm preaching for a very short while. But you need to listen. You need to listen for the short while that I'm preaching. Verse 10. You need to really listen and don't move. It says that, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, Another word for brimstone, or brimstone in our modern-day language, will be sulphur. So, a lake of sulphur, like volcanoes. If you check online, as you see that all volcanoes have like lakes of um, sulphur, and there are several volcanoes in the world. Several, all over all the different continents, have uh, volcanic kind of eruptions somewhere. Several. So in case in case you are wondering, ah, what is this lake of um, sulfur dioxide. It exists today. It exists today. If you go to, if you go to New Zealand and you go there. Yes. If you haven't been there, you should go there. One of the places I remember in New Zealand, in Auckland, is They have this kind of tourist place, a place that people go and see. And the ground is boiling. Yes. It's boiling. When you get this, it's boiling. You see the ground, it's just boiling. And you see the steam coming out, it's boiling. You'll see it. Yes, it's boiling. I've never seen a volcanic mountain before or the lava or the... uh, Sulfur, the streams of sulfur coming up. But I've seen in Auckland, I've seen the ground boiling. Have you seen, have you seen boiling? Uh, it's like a boiling porridge. Even the sound is about the same. It's like bubbles popping up. There's some parts who go quiet a bit, and you think that it's okay. They say, you go you see the steam. I mean, no one would advise you not to go near it. When you see it, you know that, no, I've, I've come close enough. It's okay. And even, even the smell. The smell. The area smells. It has, it has a certain smell. So, so when you read the Bible, it's not like an imaginary thing or a false thing. There is a lake of fire. And there is a lake... Of brimstone or sulphur, where is the devil shall be and where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Verse eleven. And I saw a great white throne, a him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Verse twelve. And I saw the dead small and great stand before before god you know that in this in this world they're the small and they're the great isn't it The small and great the small and great the small and great small and great small and great a few a few weeks ago i attended a graduation ceremony i saw small and great there's some group of people were coming into the hall we all had to stand up and they even started giving us they were giving the uh, certificates or that what or whatever you see some of, some of the students when they call them they have to read out from first year prices they warm, this they warm, this they warm this they warm, they, it's like they've been top students from first year one this, one this, one this, one this and then they say now they are graduating with first degree honors then hey, then you see the parents shouting like that. you see different people there are some who just names are just called and they just come. uh-huh there are no, no 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 seriously some of some of them when they are mentioning their things there was one particular boy and they're mentioning his thing In fact, before they started say even the lady was reading the the, the head of department or whatever as soon as she saw his thing he just she just said Ooh. <laughs> so we're all wondering what, what has she seen that then then, his, then, she, then she said he's had so many prizes and then he, 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 she started reading. First year, he won this, 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 this. Second year, he won this, 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 this. Third year, they great. They're great in that ceremony. They were the great in the ceremony and they were the small. Yes. And it, it's, it's real. In life, they're the great and they're the small. There are people who do well. There are people who, you know, but when you get there, you say everybody's going to stand before God. The great and the small are going to stand before him. You can be great here, you can be small here. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying be small here so that you be favored in front of God. No, 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 no. Neither am I saying be great here so you be favored. The great and the small shall stand before God. Then the books were opened. This should tell that there are records in heaven. There are records. But you have records here. Don't you have records of people? I have I have I have on my phone. On my phone. My phone, my phone as time moves on has become a scary phone. Because I have records. Hey. Records of people's lies and people's deceptions. I look at I'm, and I'm a human being. And these records I have, most of them are not more than four years old. Yeah. I've not had all my past, I've not had records before till the past four years or so. Records. Some of the records that I have, the people don't even know that I have it. The, those, those are the ones that are even scary, they are even scary to be. Because when I look at it, I don't look, I don't look at it with pride or arrogance. It, it reminds me of, what has God also got about me as I'm going there? The box. No, I have records on my phone. I have records. My phone has a large memory. When I'm g- getting my phone, I go for the highest. This. This sky. High. I'm always getting messages that my storage is full. I have things, messages, messages that people have sent to people. I even have videos. pictures no you see these things you see these things these things rather make you humble you may think that maybe I've seen a lot and therefore I feel no no it makes me humble because if I have it can you imagine what God has and then I think how merciful he has been on us how merciful how kind how kind how he has given us latitude to operate and a chance, a chance to see whether it will change. That, that that's how come. That's how come. Even as a pastor, I try not to react to the things that and the information that I have because I try to check: will the person repent? Some people are quite unrepentant because of other reasons. They have their reasons why they are the way they are. But that's not what we are talking about today. But there are people who are also quite. You see that. You see that. Oh, it's just a slip or it's just an accident, it's just a mistake, or it's just childishness or naivety. There are different reasons why people do things. But there are books. There are books, and the books will open. When you get to them, books will be open. And the longer you live on earth, the more books are, are created. hmm And the Bible said, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Hey. <laughs> we, don't, we don't like judgments, isn't it? We like everything to be smooth and everything to be easy. I was driving somewhere once in uh, It was they're doing these roadworks. so they've dropped the speed limit to fifty miles per hour. And I think I was around eighty two. <laughs> I was not even at seventy, around eighty two. And I saw lights, you know, those lights that even make a sound. I dropped you see, I dropped instantly to about 40 <laughs> and not only did I get to 40 I started speaking in tongues <laughs> and binding the camera and taking the, casting out casting out any record <laughs> I said father I don't need three points on my license I was casting out rejecting and binding and everything Don't try this on the motorway. But by the grace of God, no letter came afterwards. <laughs> I don't know why you are rejoicing that I broke the law and I prayed. I don't, know. I don't know what your rejoicing is about. That's what I'm telling you, that don't try it. Because when I, I tried it, I had to, I had to pray. Oh, look, I was depressed till I got home. When it happened, I had about four more hours to drive. And the person I was with was fast asleep. <laughs> they not even know what had happened. And I was just praying. Because you see, judgment is a, it's a fun, it's, it's an uncomfortable thing. I have four more hours to get. I prayed to, I, it gave me a prayer topic. I became spiritual immediately in the car. I became spiritual. I prayed till I arrived in the house. And I declared, I declared, there shall no letter come through this letterbox saying that I'm getting three points on my license. I said, nothing shall come. It's been about a year now, nothing has come. (laughs) And the sea gave up the dead, which were in it. You know, there are a lot of dead bodies in the sea yeah a lot of dead bodies that Malaysia airline that disappeared most likely it's in the sea yeah the dead bodies in the sea there are people who are dead in the sea when you, when you drown in the sea they can't find you you stay in it Osama Bin Laden was thrown into the sea he was buried, he was buried at sea yeah, he was buried at sea Adoniram Jackson was buried at sea yeah, they are all in the sea all those bodies are in the sea they said, the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according. In other words, there's no hiding place. There's no hiding place. Whether you've been buried at East Ham, at Shepherd Bush, at, um, uh, Oh, quiet. I remember what I want to say. You've been buried at Barnet. Or you've been buried in Lewisham. Wherever you are, in the sea, in the sea, whether you are locked up in hell, everybody, everybody gives up what they have. Everybody gives up what they have. So it's like there's a roll call for every section. This area... Come, can you say the Bible is very real? It's not. It's not an imaginary thing. There are people in the sea. I've given you two types of people who are in the sea already. Real people that we went, died in the sea, during our lifetime. They are there. They are in the sea. So they are in the sea, eating by some of the fish we've been eating. Listen. Listen. Shh. 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 and they were judged every man according to their works not according to where, where they died or where they were buried or what killed them according to their works that was judgment is the, the, issue, the issue is the judgment then verse 14 he says that, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. This is, a, this is the finality. This is the finality of all men. Cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Verse 15. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake Anybody who was found, whose name is not written in the book of life. Today, make sure your name is written in the book of life before you walk out of those doors. Anybody, anybody, whose, anybody who and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Wow. 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 Yeah! There's a casting into the lake of fire. When your name is not written. In the book. Of life. There is a book of life. There is a book of life. Your name must be written in that book. When your name is not written in that book. You go into the lake of fire. Now God. That's why John Three said, I don't want anybody to perish. Yeah. That's his love. That's his, his his love is not to take you out for lunch or to take you out on holiday. You've been going on holiday before you met him. Have you not been going on holiday before you met him? How come holidays have become so special? If we go into places. Now, let me give you a few reasons and then we are closing. Why? You must not perish in the lake of fire. Number one, you must not perish in in hell or in the lake of fire because you must not perish in hell because hell is a vast lake of burning brimstone. We just read it. Number two, you must not perish in hell because it is a place of sorrows. Second Samuel 22 and verse six. Wow. 2 so Samuel 22, verse 6, it says that the sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. You see, usually, usually people who don't believe in God and don't believe in anything have a feeling that hell is just going to be an extension of a sinful life on earth. Yeah. Yeah. That's a delusion. Yeah. Because, you see, the Bible, the Bible describes sin as pleasures of sin. When you're on earth, when you're on earth, sin has a different presentation from the judgment of sin or the judgment of sinners. The end of sinners, it's not comparable to their life here on earth. When you're a sinner, you live in sin, you deny Christ, you deny God, you reject God. Your lifestyle here on earth is totally different from your life after, after life on earth. After life on earth, where you find yourself, the lake of fire, your journey to the lake of fire, is, is, is hell. And the Bible said, the sorrows of hell. There's misery. I remember I had a friend. In fact, he was my best friend before I got saved. I told you when I got saved, I changed everybody like... lady changes her wardrobe when she puts on weight. Okay, or when she loses weight. Either way. I changed all of them. So, I remember in my effort to get him to be saved, I remember he said, he used to say that, he used to say that he would like to go to hell because he's going to meet Bob Marley there. He's going to meet, and then he started mentioning, he started mentioning the celebrities. I remember one they are that "Who told you that they are going to hell? How do you know that they are not saved or not?" You see, he, he had he had the mind, he had the mind that it's like it's going to be a party. It's going to be a it's going to be a party of fooling, boozing, all night long. That's, you see, that's the, mind, that's, the mind, that's the mind of the sinner here on earth. Because it's like, it's like, it's fun to get drunk and then throw up. And then you wake up in the morning, you didn't die. You feel like Rumble. It's like, yeah. It's like it was a horrible feeling, but here am I. I'm okay. Let me try it again. They get drunk again. Do stupid things. Say silly things. Say all the things they can't say when they are sober. Do all all the things they can't do when they are sane and sober. And then pass out. And then their friends carry them home. They throw up in the left. They throw up in the corridor. Then they get them into the room. And then in the morning, It's like, I'm okay. The other shower. Collect their books, go for lectures, or go to work. It's like life is normal. So they assume that when we say hell, it's like it's gonna be a similar lifestyle. It's like sin with enjoyment. It's like it's like it's gonna be just it's like over there. All what they will be exempted from are people like us, preaching to them and say that, go to church, stop your sins. It's like there will be nobody to judge us because it will be just us. It will be just us all night long fooling, boozing, partying. It's like that is what it's going to be. But no, they are the sorrows of hell. They are sorrows. Imagine living in a lake of sulfur. Which... Which musical beat will you get? (laughs) The third reason why you must not perish is because hell and a lake of fire is a place where you never die and when the suffering never ends. Revelation chapter 9 and verse number 6. It says that, and in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Have you seen death running away? You see, today, today we have debates of people who are suffering. And then there there are debates that there should be a law to allow them, allow to put them to sleep. Like we put animals to sleep. It's like a human being to the animal is suffering. Why do you want to watch him to suffer? It's like he should be injected, he should just be allowed to die. And there, and there are so many debates and arguments. But I say the reason why that debate even exists is because we think that the end of man, the human being you see now, is, is his end now. Seventy two years, 74, 75 It's like that's it. But that is not the end. There's a place, there's a place where death will say, Hey, you and run. It's like, I don't want you. Because death, death is like comforting. Yeah. Comforting to the flesh. It's like comforting to the flesh. that like Once there are sicknesses and diseases, death can come and take you away. That's why we say rest in peace. Rest in peace. But there's a place. There's no dying. You die once. You die once. After you have died here, there's, there's no dying again. There's judgment and there's sentencing. That's why I say death will say, there's a place you would desire to die. You said, here you see human beings desiring to die. Negotiating, let me go. The pain is too much, let me go. The suffering is too much. The shame, the difficulty is too much. I'd rather go uh-huh, to the flesh. Rest in peace. But after that, after that, be it known unto you that after that, there's a place and there's a life where death shall flee from them. When you call death, come again. Say, no, no no. Death say, no, no. Death will say, no, no, no. I beg you. I beg you. I don't have any power here. Here, I don't have power. I can't come again. I can't come again. You live forever. You live on. You live on. You live on, based on how you lived on earth, it's going to be determined how you live here, life after earth. You're, you're, you're dying, you're dying here. Doesn't, doesn't exempt you from what is coming after, the way you die. whether you died in the sea, or you died on the road, or you died in the hospital, or you died at home. It doesn't change your judgment. It doesn't even contribute to your judgment. Number four. Ah. You must not... You must not... How many do you have? Just three. Okay. I'll add two more and we close. You must not perish in hell because... Because... It's a place worth giving up your eyes, arms, and legs in order to avoid. Mark chapter 9, verse 43. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell. This is Jesus' teaching on hell the extent you must go to avoid that place. <laughs> he said that two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. <laughs> if you look at this heat that we have, 32 degrees. Some of you can't sleep. Some of you can't sleep. My friend called me the other day from another place. He said, he said, it's forty degrees today. I said, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean? He said it's 40 degrees. I said, where I'm standing is 29. And we are complaining. He said, Oh, he said, Oh, it's 40. 40 degrees. 4 0. And they are moving normally. 40. We are, com- we, are com- we are complaining about 30 degrees, 32 degrees, and 40 degrees. There's a place that the fire shall never be quenched. The fire is never quenched. Have you mistakenly left something in the oven before or left something on the cooker? Something on fire. Have you seen the state? <laughs> but here, it seems that you don't get, you don't finish. You don't finish. You don't finish. the other day i left a candle on when i came the candle it was a candle in the container the candle was finished but the fire was sitting there all the wax everything was finished, but the, the light on the metal was just there. i said wow the wax is finished but there's a place where you don't finish and the fire also doesn't finish That's why the Bible says that it is worth cutting off your arm. Cut it off and avoid that place. <laughs> Those of us who don't want to get rid of some things. Just to make it to hell. Just to avoid hell. You don't want to get rid of it. You want, it's like you're on a campaign that people should understand you. It's like we should understand. It's like, it's like we, should, we, should, we shouldn't be so judgmental. We should understand. It's like, understand. I have a problem. It's this. It's like this. I like, understand. It's like, understand. approve of my, of my stupidity. It's like, understand. We, we understand. But there's a place. There's a place where there's no negotiation. You can't talk over there. That's the reason why sometimes we sound as though we don't understand you. So you can cut, cut off your arm. Cut off your arm. Because there's a place, you see. We see, we can understand you for the next seventy years, but the day we attend your funeral and it's over, when you see, because you will not, you will not even see, you will not see me. You'll be in hell, and maybe you'll see me in heaven. You can't even communicate. But if you communicate, you will tell me that, hey, why didn't you, why didn't you even, why didn't you even cut my hand off? So that I'll ask, why are you cutting my hand off? And I'll tell that because I want you to go to heaven. Because I want you to get to heaven. There's a place. Oh, there's a place where the fire is never quenched. If you believe it, if you be, look, no one will advise you. Some of the things you flee from them. No demon will be too strong to hold on to you. No demon, no dragon, no dragon. As you are justifying and explaining, huh? you see, someone said the thing you tolerate is the thing that lives with you. Anything something that you tolerate. It's like a child, it's like those who have babies and say the baby doesn't like their court. The baby likes to sleep by them on a the bed. Did the baby come out of your stomach with a bed? How did the baby know a bed? <laughs> I know the one who introduced the baby to a bed? And out of laziness to try and make the child sleep in the court, you know, because it's if we work to build the child sleep. You can sleep. And then before you go to bed, you are just feeling lazy. So it's like a lie down here just come in like that. You tolerate some things until now you see your long child, two years old, the child has become long. <laughs> and, and, the, and the child is still lying with you. Long. Like that, lying there. It's just laziness. It's just, it's, just, it's lazy moms who suffer from that. Lazy moms. You should know. The day you have a child that you have certain experience, you just know that you, somebody said once that you're a lazy mom. That's what it is. It's not it's not you have a difficulty. You are just a lazy mother. Because very strong mothers and alive and active mothers are able to put the child to sleep. They'll say you have to sleep. They say your cry. They even tell your crying won't kill you. It helps your lungs to develop. Scream, don't say scream, you'll be okay. You scream and scream and scream, you fall asleep. <laughs> We're talking about hell. Normal verse. I was giving an example. So you see people who have things that are taking them to hell. They are is they are tolerating it, keeping it. It's like, let's keep it, let's keep it, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Then we say to uh, everybody else, understand. You're wicked. You don't understand. You don't understand. And then when they hear a message of love, it's like, oh, this person understands me. <laughs> <laughs> love. Who said love condones sin? <laughs> love. Did you see them, like, <laughs> If are you hearing you people who are always say we should stop we should stop are you hearing there's something called love. allow us allow us to fool for a bit you will go to hell you will you go to hell that is why it's a big issue that's why God loved the world so that you don't go to hell if you joke with it you will go to hell verse 44 where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Remember, the fire is not quenched. Remember that. You turn off the fire from your, uh, whatever you're cooking, your chicken sauce. (laughs) (laughs) There's 45. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off, it is better for thee to enter hot into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never Shall be quenched. Always remember that the fire shall never be quenched. It is better to go, to go, to, to cut off your arms, eyes, legs to avoid that place. It should tell you what type of place it is. It should tell you what type of place it is. So, as you see, there they, they are so um, on one of these um, Spain's beaches. I saw on the news, I think it was one of these nude beaches. They were there naked, you know, naked. And then suddenly, a boat, these inflatable boats, full of black people from Africa just showed up it just it just came they all stood up I said where are they from said the way the people alive on the beach they just started jumping off the things and running up we don't even know where they were going but but Africans Africans run away from their country at any cost and their country is not hell if you visited Africa before you say it's not hell if I, when you get when you get there, some of you will say you do not like to come back. Some of you like to say you because when you compare when you even compare where someone hosted you for two days, and even the food they gave to you, and how nice they were to you as they were giving you the food, compared to the way you are here, and the room the room thou art come thou cometh out of. With your British accent, that's all you have. That's all you have to your, to your honor. You will see that it's not hell. But these people float on oceans. By night. By night. To flee. It's like anything to flee from that place. One day brother... He was showing us the route he used from Africa into Europe through the desert. He said, look, there are people that he was moving. They they died in the desert. He said, some were killed, some died. He said, got to a a point where their, their money was finished and their food was finished. So they drink urine to survive. Yes. And he said, because of the cold at night, he said, the, the desert is very hot during the day and freezing cold at night. So they sleep like they arrange themselves. And you see, they like, they arrange themselves just for warmth. Boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. Yes, ladies and, and guys. And he said, some of, the, some of the ladies you have to arrange with, he said, you arrange with them that at night you like to sleep behind them. And so, so you give them protection during the day and then in the evening they pay you in the in packed. Yes. And then when the boat comes, when the boat comes, the inflatable boat, and they jump on, the guy driving the pilot of the the captain of the boat will tell them that look, if he sees a patrol. Usually, it's Italian patrol. If you see Italian or Spanish or whatever patrol coming on the ocean, he has a knife. He has a knife. So, as you're going on, you have to know how to swim. If you don't know how to swim, don't go. But you've come too far to return. So, he said, he has a knife. He showed them the knife. He said, when I see them coming, he said, he just takes the knife, He said he'll puncture the inflatable boat. But he can swim, so he'll survive. So, so that's the deal. Before the, the, he moves off. And the thing is already over. Sometimes it's supposed to take about 20 people. They have about 150 on. And they are moving. So when he said. This guy said to us twice. He said twice they were on, this, on the sea. Boom. He had to swim back. To try again. So You have to try again. You have to try again. You have to try again. Till so he eventually arrived at that place. And today he he's he's in the church and uh, <laughs> you don't you don't even know what, where he. But see, I'm explaining to you that it's these are risks that people have taken to run away from something, and the Bible is advising us that there is a place where the fire shall not be quenched. He said that run away from that place. The place that these were are running away from. I can take you there. I can take you, I can show show you that it's not it's not the best, but it's not that bad. It's not worth it's not worth learning how to swim on the high seas. What so if you don't know how your parents got here? They've never told you their story before. Maybe they'll never tell you. But you can tell from your face that this is nowhere. If you can tell from the way they talk at home that this is nowhere they're from. Yes, and they didn't come to do their masters. If they need their masters, you see the job they'll have. Huh. My final reason why you must avoid hell and the lake of fire. How many of you are already convinced that you have to avoid this lake of fire? It's not, it's not something you should joke with. Yeah. Hmm. Next reason is that the lake of fire will never be full. Don't think that by the time it gets to your tent, it's full. <laughs> it will never be full. Proverbs twenty-seven twenty. Hell and distraction are never full. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. Have your eyes been satisfied? Don't you keep looking at new clothes? Yes. A lady came to sit next to me on the train. I usually like to look at what people are looking at on their phone. So next time you're on the phone, on the train, you should know that the person next to you is, it could, be, it could be how your pastor is. I usually like what people are into. Even airports, even airports, even airports, once I entered into the lounge, they thought I was looking for a seat. But, I was walking, I walked behind people's chairs. I like to, I want to know, see, I want to understand man. So I walked behind the chairs, like as though I'm looking for somewhere to sit. But I'm looking at every guy there with us. They either have a laptop or an iPad on. Yeah. Very busy. Yeah. <laughs> all of them, 100%. All of them were looking at girls. Either they were looking at a girl or there was a girl on their life chatting with them. All. And all the ladies were doing online shopping. Next time you're in airport lounge, have a stroll around and see. Have a stroll and check. Me, I've done I've done my my this already. Oh, I look all oh, all the guys are there. Either there's some lady, a lady we say another time zone, so she's in bed and she's chatting, or she's sitting there with some, you know, <laughs> with some flesh on display. <laughs> or they are looking at pictures, pictures of women like that, as they are sitting there big, you can say these are big executive guys serious, serious guys in life, but this is what they are scrolling through. I, I went through for a long time. They, were looking, they thought, I, I don't know where to sit. <laughs> I'm looking for something to come and preach with. And then all the ladies were doing shopping. So this lady came to sit next to me, just on my way here on the train. First, she started by looking at Chinese food. <laughs> when she finished looking at the Chinese food. <laughs> I was wondering, where, where is she going with this? She, she looked at different Chinese meals. And then when she finished, when she finished, she checked her emails. Checked the email The email was the shortest one. It was very boring for her. Then she came out of it. The next thing she entered into, clothes, clothes. She looked at, actually, for 30 minutes we were on the train. She looked at clothes and she fell asleep. I was thinking I said the next I tell her that she was, her, her phone was on her with it, with the film. She was gone. <laughs> I'm explaining to you how the eyes of man are never satisfied. It will help you understand how hell is never full. No matter what you have seen, when you see something, you, you turn and look. That's why there's a song we sing here, Oh my beloved. Oh, my beloved i thought i thought when i found you what then what when i found you what will happen i will not i will not notice other girls anymore but what i seem
3: to notice them all the more is
2: there something wrong with me yes, yes. a heavy heavy light to her and in, in the song, at a point, he said, I, "I see some of them; they are as beautiful as you." What he really wanted to say is that they are more beautiful than you. Yes, it's true. That's what he. What? That's what he actually wanted to see. See, but he can He can't. And then she too should get to get him to marry her. She said, There's nothing wrong with you. There's no there's no problem. I know that you have chosen me. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. When you it's like, it's like when you see things, I know you will notice. You are just a normal guy. You are just a normal. When you marry, let's see whether she will say you are a normal guy. When you marry, go and tell her. That I, I seem to be, I saw some beautiful girls on the train today. Go and tell her when you might. See, she will say that, oh, you're just a normal guy. I mean, that's how normal guys are. Go and ask her, is there something wrong with you? She will put her finger to the side of her head and say, are you mad? <laughs> So, now that you understand that the eyes of man are never satisfied. He keeps seeing. He keeps seeing. He keeps seeing. How many of you have seen beautiful things today before you go to church? Beautiful things. Yeah, you saw, isn't it? Yeah, beautiful things. The eyes are never, the eyes are never satisfied. Never. Anything we see, we want. When people were like cars, we just like cars. Guys treat cars like toys. They have this. My wife's like, No, I don't want this. I've seen, some, I've seen some new one. It's like this. I mean, we like cars. Ladies, if you ever want to know what will compete with your beauty, it's you a car of your husband or your beloved. He yeah. you said, Don't bang the door like that. Don't bang the door. Do not bang that door like that. Said, do you do you mind wiping your feet before you come in? Those of you who don't have beloved husbands who have bought cars, you don't understand what I'm saying. You are still tapping debit cards. He buys cars, you understand. He said, the door. Even before he said, he said, the door. The door. The door. If when he opens the door for you, it's because he wants to preserve the car. (laughs) It's not even out of politeness. He wants to preserve the car. (laughs) The day day he forgets, he comes to sit up, then he sees you. Then he runs outside. Oh oh my dear. (laughs) He opens the door. You think that I've got such a polite husband. No, the the car. The car. The car car. that he shuts it gently. The car. The car. You don't even know what they like about the cars. But they like cars. Like cars. Think he's being polite. He really likes it. You've got such a gentleman. No. The car. When you bang the door, his heart. <laughs> This, this woman, these people they don't, they don't understand cars
3: it's,
2: You see, because he put stickers in the car No drinking No drinks in this car No eating yes. hmm. And then he wants to feel the music In the car And then you, you are chatting And you don't understand why he's not answering Look, his dream is not your voice in the car his dream is to hear the music the music in the car you two, when you sit down you are talking endlessly endlessly ah. i'm preaching a good message <laughs> So now you understand that just as the eyes of man is never satisfied. Even the car when you say you can't even see the difference. Remember once I had a car that you know from a from my heart <laughs> and bishop's wife was around so I maneuvered I said I am driving her to the airport look <laughs> do you know that she sat in the car for the two hours from the house to the airport she didn't say a word she didn't notice she didn't see she, amazed, like she didn't see anything <laughs> I dropped her off. I also didn't say because I was hoping that she would say that this guy is more comfortable and nicer. Oh, see, I mean, look, she told me stories for two hours. Just in. she didn't see anything. My nice music thing that had we I couldn't even use it because I had to listen to her. Later, Bishop came and Bishop said. Hey, you've changed your car. I said, yes. Yes. Yes, I've changed it. Yes. It's been changed. Yes. And she was around. And she said, ah, when did you change it? The other day you took me to the airport. I said, I said it was about three days old when I took you to the airport. She said, oh, I didn't see. I didn't notice. If my husband has not said it, I wouldn't have even noticed. Chatting Stories. My nine seats, cruising. I'm sure I was even driving on cruise control. I mean, all this, all this. You couldn't see that the speed, the speed is not changing. And that my, my legs are up and I'm just, you know, it's like I'm just throwing. She didn't, she didn't see anything. She didn't see anything. Didn't mean anything. But our eyes are never satisfied with the things we like. So... Hell and destruction are never full. Never. There's room there. There's room. There's room for another person, just as there's room in heaven for another person as well. There's room in hell. Never feel hell in some place is full? There are no more chairs or no more seats. No, no, no. It's never full. There's room. There's room there. And finally, did I say this was finally? Ah, finally, there's room there. And the final was that the lake of fire is constantly being expanded. Look, you can't afford to perish in the lake of fire. You can't. It's an endless pit. You can't. It's not a joke. You can't afford to go there. Do everything you can, everything in your power to avoid that place. Isaiah 5, verse 14. There's constant expansions. Therefore, hell has enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. Without measure. Enlarged. There's enlargement. There's always constant refurbishment going on there. Enlarging and expanding. Enlarging and expanding, enlarging and expanding because more people are coming, more people seems to come, more people say, but we are going to stop people from going to hell. Yeah. Going, to hell. going to stop people from going to hell. Because hell, there's enlargement there. You can't you see you can't, you can't afford to allow your soul to slip out of your hands because it is in your hands, it is in your power. You can't afford to allow it to slip and find yourself in hell. After all that you've heard today, after all that has been said to you, about after all the warnings, the warnings have it. You can't, you see, you can't juggle. Don't juggle with your life and your soul. Don't juggle with it. Your life is not a game. Your soul is too precious to juggle with it. Stop the juggling. Stop the juggling. You are juggling with your life. Juggling with it. Like somebody who doesn't, doesn't even understand who it, or doesn't even understand the price or the value of his soul. When you understand the value of your soul and you understand John 3.16 you will not juggle with your soul. I'm juggling with my soul. I'm just there. It's like it's, I, as though it's a game. Perchance I'll, 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 I'll step into heaven or perchance I'll go to hell. Oh, I'll never go to hell. I'll go to heaven. You don't, you don't you don't juggle with your soul. You don't juggle with your soul. You see, one day there was this Italian juggler on a ship, a cruise ship. Excellent, brilliant juggler. He was juggling with balls, everything, and all the he he, he used to come out in the evenings to entertain all the guests. Juggling. As they were cheering him out and cheering him on, he was was a perfect, perfect professional juggler, excellent at his job. As you were cheering him on, he felt he got excited. He got excited. He went into his cabin and came out with a precious stone. Precious stone. They asked him, What is this? He said, All my savings, I've used it to purchase this diamond. They asked him, what are you going to do? So what are you going to say? He said, I want, I want to add it to the balls that I'm juggling. They said, no, no, no. Because they, were, they were juggling outside on the deck. They said, no, 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 no. Don't do it. He said, don't, don't worry. I mean, have you forgotten who you are talking about? It's me. It's me. I'm the same guy who has been juggling here. They said, no, 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 no. Don't try. He said, this is life savings. Everything is ever earned in his life. He used to buy that that's stone of diamonds. He said, you juggle. So he added a diamond to the balls he had already into the air. (laughs) This is how some of us play with our lives. We play with our souls like that. Everything's like a joke. Everything's like a joke. And especially when you don't have good friends around you. When they have good friends around you, they, enc- they encourage you with the fooling. They help you justify the stupidity. It's not the like guys who have stupid lady friends. It's all rebuking. Stop! It. They say, "Don't worry, I understand." Juggling with a diamond And the balls. And then suddenly, suddenly. The ship checked. By that time the diamond was in the air. And talk about diamond. How much more your soul? How much more your soul? How much more your soul? When he jacked, he reached out to catch it because now he's seen his life. His life savings. He's about to be, so he left the other balls and reached out for it. And it slipped out of his hand. By them, the ship had tilted, he saw his precious stone bounce. Ka, 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 into the water, wow. into the sea. His life savings was gone. He was struggling with it. You see, ladies and gentlemen, Juggling with your life. Your soul is too... It's not, it's not one of the things you play with. Maybe play with your hairstyle. Play with your hairstyle. Try something today. Try something in the morning. Try something else in the afternoon. Try something else in the evening. You can play with such things. You can, you can even juggle with your education if you want. Try this course for a while, then try some other course and try something else. You can't. You don't juggle with your soul. When all is said and done, it's your soul that is left. Your soul. Where will you spend eternity? Where will you spend eternity? Make sure your soul doesn't slip out of your hand. Make sure there's no accident. It slipped away. Because you don't know when you will die. You don't know when the curtain will be drawn. When the curtain will be drawn. Curtain will be drawn. You see, you can wake up tomorrow and the curtain is being drawn. And You don't, you don't, you don't even know how and why. But you can wake up tomorrow morning. and that is, that is the end. That is the end. Yesterday someone sent me a message. He said, I've just heard that my father had died. And I kept, you see, even though I didn't know him. I kept asking him, what do you mean he has died? Was he unwell? Was he sick? Was there a problem? It's, I mean, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, how? But that's, that's how it is. Yeah. That's how it is. You can be talking to somebody today. By the time you go and you come back, you're getting strong so pray and I pray that the day the curtain is drawn on your life you have it all together your name is written in the book of life you have been, you have been serious with your life you have taken your life seriously 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 instead of settling for games games and stories Playing games, we play, we play games, we have played games with our lives. Can you imagine all your life savings has become a form of entertainment? Entertainment, you use it to entertain people. and you get so excited in life that you go back into your room and you bring out your life savings to entertain people. To make people laugh and to make people clap. And to make people happy. We play, but we should know what we play with. Yeah, we play, but we know what we play with. Any serious professional football, as soon as you see them, in the middle of the match, you see them. they change? Because it's their life. He can feel He can feel the injury. If he continues, he knows that's the end of his life. So you see them, you see them standing in the middle of suddenly, you're just standing there. They're not even like they just stand and they say, Change, change me. I can't continue, change me. There's a time when you have to signal to everybody around you, I gotta change, I can't continue this life. I can't continue it. I gotta change. I have to change. It's gotta change, it must change. I have to change, I have to change, I have to change. I have to change. I can't continue on this road. It's scary. It's getting scary. I can't waste my life. I can't destroy my life. You have to stick now. You have to stick now, your friends. It's over. It's over for me. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. I've got a new life. I have to start a new life. I have to, I have to get serious with God. Serious with God. Serious with God. If you, I'm a, a serious person. I think I'm quite a serious person. Sometimes almost to a fault that when I see foolishness and silliness, it's almost, it's almost absurd for me to relate with because what we are doing is so serious. I mean, it is, it is, it's a serious thing. It's not about clothes. I was wearing clothes before I became born again. It's not about clothes. I was wearing shoes before I became born again. I had bread. I had breakfast, lunch, dinner before I became born again. It's not about breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's about the souls of a man. Souls. 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 I wasn't drinking before I got born again. It's not about drinking or not drinking. I was not fornicating before I got born again. It's not about fornication. I wasn't smoking before I got born. It's not about smoking. It's about the soul of a man. The soul. It's about heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. Which one will you choose? You have to stand and say, "I need to come off." You have to tell Satan today that I need to come off. I can't continue playing for you. I can't continue playing. I've played long enough for you. I've got to come off. I've got to come off. Stand up and let's pray. I've got to come off. I want to come off. Don't clap. It's okay. I've got to come off. Buy your heads and just maybe, in any way that you know how to pray or talk to God, just talk to me and say, "Lord, I need. I need to come to you today. I need to come to you today. I want to come to you. I want to come to you. I've fooled long enough. I've joked long enough. I've toyed with my life long enough. I can see that I need my name to be written in that book of life. Whatever it takes." whatever it takes, I'm ready today. I'm ready Lord. I'm ready for a changeover. I'm ready for a changeover. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes Lord. Whatever it takes I'm ready for a changeover. I need a changeover. I need a changeover. I'm ready Lord. I'm ready Lord. I want it Lord. I want it Lord. I want it. I need it. I need it. I need it. I'm not talking about new style of dressing I'm not talking about A new style of whatever I'm talking about your soul The salvation of your soul The salvation of your soul Nothing more, nothing less But the salvation of your soul Where will your soul end? Where will it end? Where will it end? Don't say you have time You may not have time Even if you have time, use it wisely till it's over. Till it's over. Till it's over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every eye closed, every head bowed this evening. We are just close enough, but you're here. You can feel deep in your heart that you need Jesus to be the Lord of your Savior you need salvation you want your soul to be saved, you need to be saved you can continue the way you have been going maybe you are even in church or maybe you are new around maybe this is your first time or you've been going by, or you've, you've been coming around every now and then but deep in your heart you can tell, if you drop there today, you are not sure whether it will be heaven or hell avoid hell at all costs avoid hell at all costs I want to pray with you. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to pray for you. You are here. You want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be saved. I want to give my life to Jesus. It's free. It's the love of God. It's actually the love of God that you do not perish. Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to perish. I want to go to heaven. I want my name in that book, in that book of life. I want my name there. If you're here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want my name in the book of life. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be included. I want a new life. I want to go to heaven. If you're here like that, very quickly, lift up your right hand wherever you are, and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Very quickly. Very quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I can see those hands. You also want to join in. You also want to join it. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Keep it up. Keep it up. Lift up high so I can see you. Keep it up. God bless you. I need Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I can see all your hands. Keep it up. I can see all your hands. Don't debate. Don't fight. Don't resist. This is your chance. This is your chance. This is your day of salvation. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another day. And don't be shy. There's nothing to be shy about. Hell. Do you want to choose, Do you want to boldly say, Yes, I want heaven. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want my sins to be washed away. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my life. I've fooled for a long time. I've fooled, I've fooled and played and played around and juggled with my soul. I no longer want to juggle with my soul. I want to make all that all important decision to give my life to Jesus today. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Lift it up. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hand. God can see your hand too. You are saying yes to God. Yes to God. Write my name in the book of life. Yes, your hand is to say yes to God. And I'll pray with you. It's just a prayer. It's just a prayer and it's all over and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Don't feel shy. Don't wrestle with yourself. Don't battle. Let the battle end today. Let the debate end today. And say yes to God and yes to Jesus. God bless you. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. You're winning. You're winning that battle. You're winning. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. And I pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Now if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat with your hand. You lift up your hand. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you know deep in your soul that you need this prayer. Join us and come. Come. From wherever you are Come You didn't lift up your hand But you can still come You're not alone Come Even your friend can come with you Come Come You need your friend to escort you Tell your friend that walk with me I need Jesus today I need him today I need him today I can't I didn't know that there was one more step I didn't know there was one more step Walk to the front, come to Jesus. I'm waiting for you as we sing. I'm waiting for you. If you are not sure, come right now. Come, come. Was shared for me, it was shared for me. It's your salvation day of salvation. It's your day of salvation. Come, come to Jesus. bow your heads with me we're about to pray but before we pray to give us one more chance one more chance that like when we go to airports and they call a flight and call a flight you always hear this is a final call this is a final call this could be the final call for you both in this service and maybe in this life this could be the final call this could be your last chance that you are hearing that God is reaching out to you from his love, out of his love, out of his care. you have come you have come this far, come this far to cross the borders over into Christianity, into salvation, into the love of God, into a new life and into, into being saved and your name being written in the book of life. Please don't turn back. you've come too far, you've come too close, don't turn back. I'm giving you a final chance. We're going to sing through the song again. I want you, if you are still there, you are not sure. You are not sure. Maybe you are even sure, but you are feeling shy. I want you to come. It's the love of God. It's the love of God. I want you to come again. This could be the final call. As we sing through, I'm waiting for you. Come to Jesus today. Come to Jesus. Come to him. Come. You'll be glad you did Come Come You are still there Come You'll be glad you did You'll be glad you did You'll be very glad you did, glad you did. Yes Let's all sing it together Just as I am As I wait for you Perhaps there's one more Ask one more. God cares about you. Come to Jesus now. Come to Him. Come to Him. Come to Jesus. Buy your heads with me. Those in front of you, buy your heads with me let's say this prayer together say heavenly father thank you for Jesus Christ who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day say heavenly father I am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins And all my mistakes. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. Now say Lord Jesus. Say it out loud. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say Heavenly Father. Please write my name. In the book of life. Say, from today, I'll serve you, I'll obey you, and I'll live for you. Now say, Satan, say it out loud, say, Satan, I will no longer serve you. I cast you out of my life. In Jesus' name, I am bought with the blood of Jesus. I am saved. I am born again. I will no longer listen to you. I will no longer work for you. And I will no longer serve you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say thank you, Father, for salvation. In Jesus' name. Shout it out in Jesus' name. And shout a big amen. Father, thank you for these precious ones. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for saving them. Thank you for today, Lord. That today is a special and a great day in their lives, Lord. May they be established in your house. Keep them in your house. And keep them in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. Congratulations.